Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cocaine Cowboys, The Deadly Rise of Ireland's Drug Lords, the live show is on sale now. We're on the road on February 10th at the Lime Tree Theatre in Limerick, February 15th in Cork's Everyman Theatre, and on Sunday 18th, we're back at Dublin's Three Olympia. April takes us to Galway's Town Hall Theatre, Killarney's INEC, and Belfast's Waterfront Studios. Check mcd.ie or venue for ticket sales. An Algerian man who has nothing to do with the attacks, who is not a suspect, who is not a person of interest, was named widely on social media. That has gone to how many hundreds of thousands of people can only be imagined. Instead of seeing the face of the suspect, they've seen the face of an innocent man, and that innocent man has been blamed for, let's be clear, the most controversial crime probably of the century. I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Special security has been put in place for a man who has been falsely identified on social media as the suspect of last week's stabbing of children outside a Dublin school. A photograph and other details about the man were widely shared after the publication of an article by the online news outlet Gripped, which has since removed the story which blamed the wrong man. Gript have also issued a statement alleging that their original reporting was sourced from a member of Angarda Siakona and backed up by a senior justice official, a move not usual for journalists who have a strong code of ethics to protect their sources. Today, I'm talking to Niall Donald about the fallout from the situation, about the effects of incorrect reporting and about the job of mainstream media to remain controlled and accurate in the face of high emotions. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Now, let's start with this statement and just read it out because it's quite extraordinary. Yeah, so it's a statement from Gripped Media, which would be, I suppose, a, a right-wing news website people may be familiar with. 
And the statement starts this morning, just after 9am, more than 17 hours after the story that appeared on this page on grip.ie was published. The Garda press office contacted Grip to say that the unnamed person referenced in the, referred to in the story that appeared at this link yesterday is not in fact a person of interest in the events of last Thursday, obviously uh, regarding this. Listen, stopping. sorry, but just to stop you there, like heart stopping for a journalist, like yeah. that, that call yeah that suggestion yeah that you had named somebody was who was not the right person in connection with the events of last Thursday being the most high octane yeah so I mean um, I mean in fairness to them now they didn't name him but they identified okay an, an Algerian man and they detailed court cases that he'd been involved in, in, in for for seeking nationality or seeking deport and the state seeking deportation so they, they left them unnamed, but obviously people put through by... Details. Of, they, there was enough details yeah. and that's referred to the wrong person. And you're right. Now, look, people have a lot of problems with grip. Grip have a lot of problems with the media. There's a lot of back and forth, but you're right. It's a heart-stopping... It would just... Uh, I mean, just literally, if you had missed, made a mistake like that, it would be... It, you, you can, I, I, I mean, I would be just speeches. I wouldn't be able to sleep. I, mean, I would be. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely. think the, the effect of that is the physical effect of yeah. that getting that something wrong like that. The a rush of adrenaline, the sick feeling, yeah. vomit yeah. feeling. So I don't wish that on anybody. Uh, gripped as people. No. Somebody, somebody is in, said to me, I say, oh, it's. Oh, you're so nice on air or on on your podcast, and you're so compassionate. Uh, but uh, but like you know, I'm not just saying that it's a horrible moment for them. Yeah. So look, and, and and presumably they didn't get it wrong, but they have. So what they said was then, Grips Media original reporting was sourced from a member of Angarda Shiakona. Now, can I reverse ferret here and say that is a heart stopping moment for the Garda Shiakona, yeah, yeah, yeah. and particularly if. They, you know, gripped. We we have to take what they're saying as being, um, you know, true. To say that they sourced a piece of information from a member of Angarda Shiakona means that there will be an absolute witch hunt for that member of Angarda Shiakona. And let me tell you, I've been here mm. without ever having said that my where any of my uh, material was sourced from with having repeatedly when asked refused to comment on that yeah um but can i say i suppose for people who wouldn't know maybe people don't a, understand I yeah so there's a thing the official secrets act so the guards obviously receive confidential information all the time it's just the nature of their job some of that information is uploaded on Pulse, their, their computer system, and they're bound as part of their job by the Official Secrets Act, which is not to divulge conf confidential information without permission. So that that's the law. I think it's also covered under the Garda Shikona Act of right. 2005, okay, which so was brought in by Minister, former Minister Mike, Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell, yeah. And, and, and in fact, what it was brought up after the, the information about a young man being arrested for a sort of drunken incident and that that sparked this, this change. So guards are not allowed to do that. Now there's... Uh, guards aren't allowed to give information to journalists. No. And journalists aren't allowed, under our own ethics code, 
point to where we ever got yeah, so, so, confidential information. Yes. Journalists would go to jail rather than reveal a source of information. Yeah, which obviously they have gone to jail. It's not a, yeah. not a theoretical thing. I mean, a number of Irish journalists have gone to jail for review, refusing to reveal if they received that information from, from yeah. the Gardaí. So the fact that it said publicly is, let's say it's highly unusual by by gripped. And then it said, the statement then further goes, it was further cross-checked against publicly available records. And while the name of the suspect was not reported, that name was put to a senior justice official on the basis of an informal cross-check before publication. So justice official, it, it, justice is capitalized, which obviously means... Just hold on a second, because that's quite a confusing sentence. But mm. basically, they have a piece of information. They are homing in on an individual. They believe by the way, obviously, that this is the um, the suspect from the knife attack, the terrible knife attack mm. of the children uh, last Thursday. So they are saying that they originally got the piece of information, obviously the name from... A Garda. A Garda Shikona. While they didn't run the name, they were identifying who yeah. it was without running it, okay? That they then cross-checked that against publicly available records. It just means that they then went back to see where that... There was, I think there was the, court copy that... Yeah, there was court cases to, reported with, with information not... Related to the wrong guy. Yes. Okay. And while the name of the suspect was not reported, that name was put to a senior justice official. Yes. So there's a second person here, justice official, or is this the same... No, this is a second This is the second guy who confirms the wrong information is correct. Yes. So, and of course, senior, the Department of Justice are bound, not by the Guard Act, but by, they're also bound by confidentiality rules that they're not meant to do that. And just to make it all shorter, the Department of Justice always say, no comment, we can't comment on individual, individual cases. cases. Of course they do, as do the, the HC and various other yeah. people like that. When, so, you, when you ask a more general question, they will usually come exactly. back to you with some helpful information or it's where you go if you want an interview. Or However, if you put to them, you know, why wasn't uh, Mr. John Doe deported? They'll say we can't comment on individual cases. So Grip are saying they did, they did it informally. So somebody mm-hmm. told them off the record effectively. So um, they've given up two sources there. Right. Um, so we skip through some of that. The next bit about never naming any, uh, has a firm policy of never naming any individuals suspected in relation to a criminal act until they've been charged. In this case, we kept to that policy while cross-checking our details with our sources in the usual way. So then they say, we are investigating the circumstances of this error, including giving due consideration to the question of whether this media outlet was deliberately deceived by a senior justice official. If we determine that to have been the case, then our obligation to protect the anonymity of those sources will be considered forfeit. So that is uh, something that will possibly be of less interest. It's fighting language. It's fighting language and it's it's something that has arisen uh, in, in... various discussions about journalism. Do you have an obligation to protect the source if they... um, If they have fed you false information. Deliberately. Yeah. Well... Well, it's certainly, it's certainly a case, but, you know, it's, it's, I think a lot of people would disagree with them, but then again, there is, there have been discussions about this in America, actually, and there have been cases where people have breach that but that's I suppose neither here nor there because 
The consequence of all of this uh, was that an Algerian man who has nothing to do with the attacks, who is not a suspect, who is not a person of interest, was named widely on social media in the aftermath of the Gripped article, accepting for a start that Gripped did not name him. However, other people put together uh, bits by what they call jigsaw identification, uh, found a picture of a man, an Algerian man, who had done an interview <clears throat> with a national newspaper a number of years ago. And when you woke up this morning, if people who are on Twitter or X, mm -hmm. as it's known now, if you've been following any of, of those, this type of debate, will have seen a picture of an Algerian man. As they as I did, I opened it up and there yeah. I thought a picture of the man. I thought, is that the man? But anyway, so that has gone to how many hundreds of thousands of people yeah. can only be imagined widely shared. Because everybody, let's face it, wants to see the face of the suspect. Well, they do, but they have. Yeah. So instead of seeing the face of the suspect, they've seen, they've seen the face of an innocent man. And that innocent man has been blamed for, let's not be... Uh, let's be clear, the most controversial mm -hmm. crime probably of the century in, in Ireland. And probably the worst crime we have ever seen against, one of the worst crimes we've ever seen yes. against children, against yeah. innocent children. Like, like, we just don't see this kind of thing happening. Um, you know, there's something springing to mind about um, another dreadful attack that happened to children down in the Midlands. But, yeah, you know, it, they are very, very rare to Aerial. see children attacked in such a way. So it's absolutely a horrific crime. So, I mean... This innocent guy has now got special security measures that have been put in place because he is, his life is at risk now. Yeah, his life is at risk and, um, you know, his, his picture is out there. He's There's crazy stuff going around, isn't there? There's crazy stuff going on and... And I've sent uh, you some stuff that I've seen that some messages I've got... Um, yeah. All sorts of stuff is going around the ether. Yeah. And um, you it's, could never, ever find the source of those things. That's always a good starting point when you're trying to look, you're people, trying to work out if something is true or false. And we as journalists always have to do that well, with I mean, a piece of information. You have to ask yourself, how do you know that? And if how you know that is because you were sent it on a WhatsApp from some randomer or somebody you don't even know, or you just happened, your number happened to be on some other, or somebody sent it. So where do they get it from? You go back to them. They got it from some WhatsApp group. When you cannot find the source of the information, you have to remain in doubt about it. Yes. And of course, it, this also happens in the backdrop of Gripped Dune. Um, really finding an audience, I suppose. And they've become, uh, you know, they found an audience in terms of the stance they take on migration. And then they've also found an audience of people who want to criticise them as well. Uh, no doubt about that. Um, you know, they've been featured in the doll. They've come under criticism on on news programmes across the mainstream media, for want of a better word. Um the the editor has gone on TV and defended their 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 practices. Um, you'd have to say nobody sets out to get something like that wrong, but because of the 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 scale of the story, because of the, I mean, the incredibly fractious debate, because of the heightened tensions, because of the level of violence, because this crime indirectly led to riots on the streets of Dublin, because it is effectively transforming the country we live in to be at the centre of getting something like that wrong. 
it's it's a it's a tough one to carry. So John McGurk is the the editor editor. Yeah. And he was on Virgin Media this week. He was on Virgin Media this week and gripped was uh various politicians in during a dull debate were uh not being complimentary about gripped gripped in 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 their case have been extremely uncomplimentary about the politicians. Mm. Um I think journalists like ourselves, we take a bit of criticism, don't we? And we we take we, we feel some of it is is you know all fair and love and more, but they have become, uh, I suppose, a bogeyman for certain people. Um, and that's why did John McGurk on the that Tonight Show say that he didn't believe journalists were reporting the truth? Well, because because of various things. So this is this is the complicated bit, right? Like you hear things. We hear things, some of them you know are true. Mm-hmm. Some of them you believe are probably true, but you you have to, in a story in particular, a story like this, because there's so much going on, you have to be at 100%. I mean, you can't be 99.9. No. So they, he is saying, for example, and the big debate that was on TV was about, do you say an Algerian man has, is a chief suspect for for stabbing children, or do you just say a man, mm-hmm. right? And he's saying um, that by not saying an Algerian man, that the the, the media aren't telling people the full context. Mm-hmm. And then other people are saying, "Well, it's a man, as a man. It, you don't have to. You can't. You don't bring nationality into it in this case." So that becomes a big debate. And he's also saying he was also saying things regarding maybe you know, other things that people believe to be true aren't being reported on. Um, and I mean, uh, there, there there may be a degree of of caution with everything. And then there's also things that people don't know enough are true in order to report them. Like Gript has a story a few days ago that international asylum statistics show Ireland admits disproportionate number of Algerians. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a, a Gript reader. Readers. Well, I am a grip reader actually because I do read them all, yeah. all, all media out. As, you know, as your job as deputy, yeah, yeah. The newspaper you like to keep abreast of, course. of what's on and every and media. I, I'm not their target audience, maybe. No. Then, if you want to put it that way, but whether like, it's like by the way, I follow Tommy Robinson, Katie <laughs> Hopkins, and people like that on yeah. Twitter. I follow a lot of people that I don't agree with at all, but I just like to keep an eye on what is happening and what they're doing. However, like there is a there is room. In, in Ireland's media landscape for a right-wing news site mm-hmm. that, that, that comes from a different angle uh, than other news sites. That is totally, I mean, I believe in freedom of the press. I believe that people are entitled to report the truth. If certain media outlets want to not report it, that's their business as well. But the truth is entitled to be reported. We do live in a free society, but you have to be right. And you have to be right on issues like this uh, because there is consequences to being wrong for that innocent Algerian man who is, you know, yeah. now being declared, a, 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 you know, and you know, obviously connected with this crime that he had nothing to do with. Yeah, and the cluster, which is now going to be the Garda Shikona investigating who was the leak that Scripps yeah. have and I wonder, officially in a statement said they had a leak and justice will have to investigate that as well. They will. And especially in particular that Grips say they have been well, they're suggesting they've been purposely fed false information. You see, the problem with this stuff is um, 
you know, something that other experienced media outlets have discovered. You know, if somebody confirms to you something off the record, just say it was a, a, yeah. an official, a law official. It doesn't mean they're right just because they're a law official. Sure it doesn't. Well, usually if they're official, they are right. No, if they're confirming something off the record. If you have a guard, yeah. just say you were speaking to a guard in Sligo and he says, I've heard in Dublin that that this has happened. It doesn't mean they know it. And because they're not, because people are confirming things off the record or giving you that bit of info, it doesn't mean it's correct. Mm. So you have to... Um, well, if you have a reliable source... Yeah, but you have to know how reliable they are. Yeah, but you've you have tried to be able to determine it. So it but they're not. That is also a value you put to when you're trying to check a piece of information. Exactly. If you have a very, very highly reliable source. I mean, in newspaper language, you, you go, my man is usually 100% or something. Yeah. You know, you do get percentages on things. And, um, you know, you're not going to ask somebody that you don't. No, but if somebody rings you up and says, I'm a guard and I'm working here and I have this bit of info, you'd have to know. Oh, for goodness sake, no. You'd have to just solely, solely because somebody is an official in the state, has an official role in the state, doesn't mean they're telling the truth. And you always have no, to be aware. You need to know the individual. You need to know their motivation in giving you the information. You need to know. You need to be able to know them and know that they have proved themselves in the past as a source. In the same way as people who do give information feel that same way about journalists, because it goes both ways. They have to know that they can trust the journalists to give them the information that they're not going to blow it, that they're not going to, you know, go over the top with what they do or in any way reveal the source. So yeah. the trust is a two-way street. It is. And probably the older you get as a journalist, the more... Where you get of people. Well, I think you have, you can probably count on your two hands the amount of people that you have who are really kind of good sources of information for you. Do you know what else as well? If somebody has a really, really strong agenda yeah. with a story, you have to be wary. And if you have an agenda with a story, you have to be doubly wary because mm. that is where mistakes are made. Mm. Now, Gript have made an error. They've given a justification for it. That's their business. I'm not yeah. here to dance in their grave. Yeah. But the the reality is this story has been a hugely complicated story hugely complicated and if if and you have to suffer the the consequences of not being able to come out and give what information certain people want until you're ready and sure sure to do so and i mean i'm sure you've been trolled all week i i have been absolutely yeah annihilated all yeah yeah but you have to suck that up as a journalist. You have to realise that this will die away again and all the rest of it. And nobody's going to force me into saying anything I don't want to or I'm not sure of saying. Yeah. And, you know, remember with the, say, the health of people in hospital, like it's not, it's not this widespread knowledge. I mean, there, no. there may well be, a, there's going to be a small number of people who know. Mm -hmm. And you have to always know that. And the likes of what conversations are going on between people and those around them in mm. hospital and more officials who are, yeah. or, you know, guards or whatever. Again, you, you'd nearly need to be getting that from primary source. Yes. You, you wouldn't want to be picking that up from gossip and, and these WhatsApp. And with everything that's in the ether, there's a huge amount of false information being spread out there. And not always well, maliciously. Like people yeah. believe what they're saying and it's very easy to, because they're telling you something, so, I don't know. There's also this kind of, you know, started with, I suppose, Trump and everything. And, 
you know, you see Andrew Tate, you see them all, mm. you see Robinson claiming yeah. he is a journalist. I mean, Tristan Tate is jumping in on this This He's situation. a journalist now as well, is he? Yeah. Well, he's jumping in on the Ireland situation. Right. Yeah. Okay, but they're all journalists, you know that, yeah. because they're the real journalists. They're yeah. not mainstream media yeah. and all the rest of it. The fact of the matter is that the mainstream media, as they call us, you and I, are operating under really strong controls. Yeah. We have a press council, we have a press ombudsman, we have our lawyers who doorstep us constantly yeah, yeah, on yeah. the corridors here, by the way. And we also it's very nice though, because I want to listen to this conversation. So of course. Really lovely people. But um they are all, every one of them and and you know those people are just trying to keep everything we do on the straight and narrow, which is something that we sign up to and we agree to because we don't want to be doing Wild West journalism here. No. We want to be getting things right, accurate, being fair. Sometimes we might fall into a bit of an argument, but once we have each side is represented from you and I, we're happy enough. Yeah, look, people, people may people may feel different, but that, I mean, that is what but we That's feel. the way we feel. Yeah. And... The fact of the matter is that there's a huge amount of Wild West journalism out there. Yeah. There's Wild West podcasting, there's Wild West everything. But and, if, and for those who seek the truth in as much as we can give it and as much as we are ready to, when we are ready to, we give it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what the real media does. And But the problem is, of course, that there is, like I can understand if you, if you have a right-wing leanings you may feel underrepresented in the mainstream media. Yeah. Okay. So, and that, that, there is a point there. I mean, if certainly you may feel that none of the, say the TV or radio stations are on your side or the presenters there. And that's, that's fair enough. But unfortunately, and I think there is a bit of a, a vacuum there, but what's, what is filling it in this country is not, um, you know, it's not replicating some of the, the, some of the standards and I'm not talking about grip there. I'm talking about other things where this, you know, there's some of that stuff is going around on social media. It may well be true, but it may well not be. And we don't actually know. And I don't and think, we certainly don't I don't, until we were and sure I, exactly. And the people that are publishing it don't know if it's true either. And yeah. that is the fact of it. That's the fact of it. Yeah. They're just publishing it. Um, as an aside, completely and utterly, yeah. because I've just done it three times there. Yeah. I keep sending myself emails. <laughs> what you, it's it's an achievement that you can even send an email, Nicola. If you want to, if I give you the compassion, well, I'll give you the compassionate response. The fact that you've uh, managed to figure out how to send an email is testament to your resilience and endurance. Because I know every day, take, school day. every so you so don't be don't be. Self- I don't know whether there's something changed on the email, but that everything yeah. I try and send people, I send myself. Yeah. I'm sending myself answers that I'm giving other people. But well, you see the two the two line where it says to Nicola Talent. Don't Well when you hit reply, you don't expect it to come back to yourself, do you? You don't. It's very confusing. It's like my poor mother every time she comes at us any of us with her her laptop, everyone just like, you know, sort of yeah. runs for the hills. Well it um, really would be the blind leading the blind if it's coming to you. She which... never never comes to me. She totally understands where I am yeah. in life. But yeah. um anyway. Well, look, um, <laughs> and, you, and you can you can you can troll e- Nicola better. How to send an email would be nicer. Anyone with any explanations on what's happening there when I'm sending myself emails all the time are much welcome. Yeah, um, DMs up, are open. It'll break up the right wing trolling a bit, which 
hell trolling. Actually, some of the trolling is so useless with me because I actually don't find it. No. Because I don't know how to get into my various messages and stuff. I've had a huge amount of trolling on one of the, is it LinkedIn or something like yeah. that, that I've missed all of it. I've missed it back years. Yeah, yeah. I've been trolled. Waste of your time, people. <laughs> right. Okay. Leave it at that. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.